0: One of my favorite accounts of the risen Jesus is in John's gospel, chapter 20, verses 1 through 18. Mary Magdalene came to the tomb very early in the morning while the gospel says it was still dark. It was not, however, just the physical darkness the gospel draws our attention to, but the spiritual darkness of loss and grief that Mary Magdalene was immersed in. Finding that the stone that had sealed the tomb had been removed, she ran to the apostles, Peter and John, who in turn ran to the tomb to check things out for themselves. They found that the burial cloths had been cast aside. It would have been a very time-consuming and laborious procedure to remove that spice-laden cloth off Jesus's body. The cloth that covered Jesus' face was folded and put in a separate place. Again, very, very odd. Peter and John then left, but Mary Magdalene stayed at the tomb. They started putting the signs together. She could not. She then saw two angels, but her grief So clouded her perception, she did not realize it. Then she saw Jesus, but did not recognize him, thinking that he was what, anyone remember the story? A gardener. Our interior darkness can be the worst kind of darkness possible. When the risen Lord asked her why she was weeping, she begged him to take her to Jesus's body so she could bring him back to the tomb. Her grief fueled by all the symbols of death did not allow her to see a completely new reality unfolding before her. Then Jesus called her by name. Mary! And the light went on. She recognized him. Then she understood why the tomb was empty, and she called out to him, Rabuni. In Aramaic, it means my teacher. It's the possessive case, and it is also a title of deep affection. The text suggests then that Mary Magdalene did something she was always used to doing. She went to go and embrace Jesus to give him a hug. But he stopped her. And he said, do not cling to me for I have not yet ascended to my father. And then he gave her a mission, but go to my brethren and say to them, I am ascending to my father and your father and to my God and your God. It must have shocked Mary that Jesus repulsed her natural tendency To embrace him. So what was Jesus trying to tell her? What is Jesus trying to tell us? There is to be an entirely new way to experience him. That ease of being with him, touching him, having a meal with him, laughing with him, sharing stories by a fire, discussing things with him, which Mary and all the others were so accustomed to was to be transformed to give way to another kind of closeness, the kind, I think, that only lovers who must be separated for long periods of time understand. Jesus will not be physically present, but by ascending into heaven, by returning to where he came from, he shall do something remarkable. He shall bring our human nature to its true home. Jesus' ascension into heaven means he is returning to heaven not as a spirit, not as a ghost, but as one of us. To the intimacy he has always shared with his Father, now as one of us. He shall, if you wish, enter an entirely new mode of being that allows him to be anywhere Everywhere, any number of places simultaneously, to anyone, at any time, under any circumstance. Physical contact with Jesus was now to be replaced with an entirely different kind of contact. Disciples will experience his presence in the mystery of the Eucharist, where the Lord will feed all who believe with his body and blood infusing his divine life within them. Disciples will experience the sound of his voice in the proclamation of the gospel that the church is called to faithfully echo until he returns in glory. Disciples will experience him in the love that they are graced to share with each other in the community of faith, the community of the worshiping church, in the poor, the suffering, the dying, those rejected by their societies. The grace of faith now replaces sight and touch until the Lord comes. The ascension of Jesus into heaven does not mean that the Lord has stopped loving us or ceases to be present to us. On the contrary, his love and his presence only deepens. The ascension of Jesus to his true home in his human nature, remember, our human nature is the assurance that he is always close to us, that there is never a moment in our lives when he is distant or remote from us, and that our true home can never be found anywhere in this world but only in heaven where he is now and from where he will come at the appointed time at the end of the ages.